With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Tennis.com podcast. And here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Tennis and Ten podcast. Ed McGrogan here after a supremely busy day one at Wimbledon, um, a day that ended um, or at least came close to its conclusion with a very significant upset in Stan Wawrinka going down to Daniel Medvedev. Um, it, overall, though, this, you know, I think of day one of slams as something that should have something for everyone. There is just simply so many matches going on at once that you're going to see a favorite role in utterly convincing match fashion like we did with Rafael Nadal. You're going to see an upset like we did with Wawrinka. You're going to see some, you know, a strong comeback, um, you know, by probably a favorite player who's tested early. You had that. Um, whether or not you consider a big favor with Victoria Azarenka, um, also as well with Dominika Sabolkova, um, both of those two winning after you know taking some early lumps, um, and you're going to see you know players that will catch your eye that you haven't known before because um, you know you may not have seen them in the spotlight of a major tournament where. Um, every match is a really is a really big one, and I think of someone like uh, like Baden from uh, from Great Britain who defeated Ivo Karlovic, the quintessential uh, difficult matchup on grass. In you know, listen to this score: six seven, seven six, six seven, seven six, eight six. It's almost not surprising because it's Karlovic, uh, but the way that you know Baden was able to to prevail. Um, he did so with a backhand down the line winner, return winner to end the match. Biden as well, someone who was caught, um, you know, he he's played on Britain's Davis or he's tried to play on Britain's Davis Cup team. There's been some resistance to that. Uh, most notably from Dan Evans, who you know, if you've been following the tennis news lately, was recently suspended for um, you know for uh, for drug use and. You know, it's it was just you know to me it was just the quintessential day one of a Grand Slam tournament, and if you can get that at Wimbledon, you know one of the you know one of the best tournaments. Um, you know, as I've always said, probably the best one of all. Um, you know, we're you know you're off to a good start, and I I kind of think back to the French. Which had, I think, a very slow first week. I thought you got so much more in a day like today, even you know, even compared to that. You just kind of look down the line here. You know, Svitolina, Elena Svitolina, number four, seven five, seven six, and that was ten eight in the second set breaker over Ashley Barty. Um, you know, no matter where you looked, you just had matches of interest and intrigue. 
Fernando Verdasco goes down to Kevin Anderson and a really, you know, that's a great first rounder with those two veterans. Um, give you Elena Ostapenko, the French Open champion. Wins the first at 6-0 over Sasnovich, drops the second 1-6. You know, like, where do you go from here? It was just, it w- this was a day for the tennis fan to savor. And, I, and um, if, you know, obviously uh, I'm at Wimbledon, but this is one that I think transferred very well to TV as well. Um, you started extremely early, you know, you started early at the um, 6.30 a.m. local start time. You go all the way to pretty much 9 p.m. local time, um, and you're just you're immersed in the tennis fully. Um, and uh, just you know, I can't I can't say enough about that about what a slam can can give compared to you know a regular tour event. And um, and and we'll run down. You know, th- there's so many more matches I haven't even got to really in this discussion, but. Um, but let's start with one that that I covered, um, and that was Rafael Nadal, who, you know, against John Millman, this is, again, this is not going to be a match where you felt like Rafa was going to be threatened. But I was very curious to see Rafa on the grass. Um, nothing has been easy for Rafa at Wimbledon, really, ever since he lost the 2011 final to Novak Djokovic. Um, but what we saw today was... You know, what I expected, honestly, I think I would have been honestly pretty disappointed considering how good Roth has been on hard court and clay court this season. If, you know, if, if grass was going to be this bugaboo once again, um, you know, I, I really I really thought Rafa, you know, is looking to, to make this a full, you know, 10-month season of great play. And, um you know, against um, Millman, he did just that. He was on number one court, um, and he looked like a number one, period. Um, forehand, backhand, slice, serve, footwork, uh, volleys, just, um, you know, I remember an overhead, an overhead he missed, and I feel like that's really one of the only shots that I can recall um, Rafa struggling with. He, you know, when when it was a rally balls, um they were coming back with interest from Rafa's side of the net. And um, to me, a very encouraging start for Rafa. He'll get Donald Young next, and he'll, you know, he could face Karen Chechenov in the third round. Um, we'll learn more from Rafa as he goes on. And if you read my piece on Rafa, you know, I, I certainly talk pretty highly of him. You know, there'll be a lot more to come to kind of render the verdict, but I thought this is a start that he needed. You know, he does not need to be going four and five sets in round one. Um, so Rafa, you know, a very fine day as well for him. On center court, you had Murray and Kvitova progressing in straight sets. Um, you know, I think equally impressive for both players, quite honestly. You know, Murray, we're kind of worried about his form a little bit coming into here. Same with the uh, compatriot Johanna Kant, who also um, prevailed on court number one against um, Shea Suwei, 6-2-6-2. Um, you know, we're looking to kind of see what, what Kant had after that really tough, um, you know, head injury she suffered um, in the tune-up. And, you know, for Murray as well, uh, over Alexander Bublik, um, I think that it would be a nice day for uh, the two top Brits and for the fans as well, um, who dodged a little bit of rain, but for the most part, 
you know, had a full day of tennis presented to them uh, with their, uh, you know, with the compatriots uh, prevailing. And Kvitova, you know, we know her story, but, and, and, you know, it's it's important to remember this is only her third tournament back. And I've read in some places she's actually the betting favorite to win this title. And, um, you know, when you see kind of, you know, how comfortable she is in center court, um, two-time champion, you know, it can be, it, you know, it's tempting to think that way. Uh, and I'm, I'm very curious to see how she progresses as this tournament goes along. You think she only become more comfortable honestly um with more matches under her belt this year venus williams you know also in a way dealing with a you know an outside the court situation um you know i thought this was a very difficult match for her i i i I was impressed to see her get by in two sets um against mertens um she actually uh, you know, it had a, a tricky first set tiebreaker, and also rain came as soon as Burton saved a a second match point in the second set. Um, I thought this was, you know, I thought you could see it on Venus's face, just kind of like, boy, this is, you know, this is not, this is not the uh, the highest priority right now with uh, what she's dealing with off the court, and um, you know, credit to her though, gets the win. Um, looking at some other, you know, other winners, Simona Halep, Joe Fritz Sanga, um, Marin Chilich, my pick to win the title, um, you know, all in straight sets, Suarez Navarro over Bouchard in three sets, um, you know, Nick Kyrgios, one of the day's first sort of news bites, retired after, um, two sets lost to Uzer Bear, um, after, uh, you know, still dealing with a, uh, with a hip injury there, so, you know, for someone kind of looking back at that Federer match in, in Miami and his wins over Djokovic, um, you know, you fast forward out of Wimbledon and, and you think of like a possible dark horse title contender bowing out in round one, just a difficult one uh, for Kyrgios. You know, his press conference, he basically said as much, you know, you could, you know, I know we give him some flack, but I do think this is an event that he, you know, he peaks for. And I, I, I think he did everything in his power to play. Clearly wasn't enough. Um, so that's where, you know, Carrier stands. Madison Keys, Kanish Corey prevails, Steve Johnson as well. Um, and we move down the list. Grass court specialist, Jill Muller, up to number 16 seed, mind you. Um, that was one of my little favorite notes determined that they seed him that high. Good for the all in comfort doing that because, uh, you know, he can threaten anyone. Um, and with that, the 10 minutes have elapsed. We'll be back tomorrow. There's a lot more to talk about. Just like today, big round one. Uh, this is only the first half, as so we'll talk about the remainder of round one tomorrow on the Tennis and Ten podcast. Thank you very much for listening. You've been enjoying the Tennis.com podcast. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com. 